We are using Paul's house, and he's still checking his watch as we... As we're waiting <laughs> as for we this, this podcast to begin. Intro. Even though we've switched locations, some things never change. And they never will. That's why you guys come around. <laughs> you come around because I don't let Paul off the hook. I don't let him off the line. All right. And here we go. The Liberty Brew. The Liberty Brew. What is up, my nerds? Welcome inside Pop Culture with Fanboy and Know-It-All. I'm Jake. I'm Paul. Welcome inside, for the second time ever, Paul's Man Gave. That's exactly right. Yep. Filled with books. Filled it's with a lot of books. They, um, it, it is warm. He's got a replica Stanley Hotel. Uh, this is that he's not building. a replica. No, this is a this is a haunted dollhouse. Oh, this is. <laughs> I was, I was what trying are you to help you about? I just wanted to help you out. <laughs> I'm like, I'll, I'll, I'll give him the benefit of that. I'll, no, no, I'll no, call no, it no. something cool. He's like, nah, it's a haunted dollhouse. What's up? <laughs> We're, my daughter and I are working on this haunted dollhouse. We're gonna do. We're gonna fill it with all the things that you refuse to talk about on this podcast. Actually, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what dolls? Yeah, it's haunted stuff. I'm not here. This isn't the. This isn't the doll podcast. Oh, don't even give me that. I know that your house is full of action figures. Well, that's true, but that's because I have four young children. <laughs> Excuse were you an action figure guy, though, when um, you were growing up? Did you not, have, like, G.I. Joe? Did you have, you know? I had one G.I. Joe, and uh, it was a Tuskegee Airman. That's how progressive I was, even as a child. Very good. That's right. Very um, nice. But that was the only G.I. Joe I had. I did, uh, at one point, my mom, when I was, even before, I think this was before the Tuskegee Airman, she got me some, like, Bible action figures. So I had <laughs> Samson and yeah, John yeah, yeah. the Baptist. No, and, I got that. You know, so very cool. Uh, they didn't have guns like GI Joes did. So they <laughs> but Ten Commandments. Yeah. They could throw the commandments around. And yeah, I mean, I was the oldest child, so you know they were trying stuff out. They're like, well, maybe we can give him Bible action figures instead of GI Joes. Yeah, maybe we can give him Bible trading cards instead of you know sports trading yeah. cards, and maybe we can. Um, you know, not give him any sugar. And yeah. That one actually worked out in my favor. <laughs> you know, because sugar's terrible for you. Yeah, although sugar is not unbiblical. I mean, like, you could have that and, and right. not feel bad about yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. And they, you know what I should say? They did let me get sports cards later on. So I do have, I've got a Tom Brady rookie card that I'm just, I'm no keeping. No way. I, got, I pulled it out of a starter pack. No way. As a kid, I pulled a Tom Brady rookie card out of a, just a regular old starter pack. You know, I hate Tom Brady so much, I would just burn it. Just Even if it's worth thousands upon thousands of dollars, I would yeah. just burn it on principle. I looked it up a year or two Sorry, ago. Sorry, Tom. Right now, it's worth in the neighborhood of 15 20 whole dollars. No, really? <laughs> it's, you know, he's because he, he's still playing. You know, you got to give it time. You got to give it time. So I've got a, I've got a Brett Favre rookie card that I'm sitting on. Oh, my goodness. As well. Um, you know, some, some, some classics. That's pretty nice. Yeah. I have nothing of value in this entire house. Well, you thought, now, now let's get geeky. You told me a story once about how you thought you found oh, yeah. like a five figure <laughs> yeah, no, Batman was, comic book. No, I, no, you, you see, you've mangled this whole story in okay. so many different ways already with just that. <laughs> with one sentence. Yeah. 
No, I, we were going through, like I was going through some old comic books of mine, right? And, and anybody who listens to this podcast knows that I didn't have a lot of those. My, my dad wouldn't let me read superhero comic books. But he did buy me like this Star Wars comic book. When Star Wars first came out, I was all about Star Wars, all about Star Wars. He bought me the original Star Wars comic book, right? And so I had it, and I just rediscovered it, and I thought, oh, you know what? Comic books are kind of worth something these days, right? So I thought, I'll, I'll go online, and I'll look it up. And it said, you know, I, I looked it up, and, and, and it was $3,000. $3,000 for this comic that I had. And I was so excited. And then I noticed on the cover of the, the comic book, it said reprint. And all of a sudden, my three thousand dollars went down to about fifty cents. But <laughs> it was so. It was a. It, it was, was a great a, moment. It was a great moment. Yeah. I was. I was pretty stoked about it. Although, even when we thought it was worth that much, I told my daughter, the same one who's building this haunted dollhouse with me, um, told my daughter about it. She said, "You're never going to sell it, right?" I mean. She just, if well, the more, never. I just got to wait for it to get a little bit more value. <laughs> she doesn't believe in selling anything. She wants to keep everything. Oh, is she a hoarder? She, <laughs> she is kind of, she is kind of. Should we hold an intervention on the podcast? Yeah. So is she coming in here soon? <laughs> you know, I've actually talked with her about it. I think we should do like a Disney princess podcast. Oh, okay. She would be, uh, and she then would we be can confront, that. we'll tell her it's a Disney princess podcast, but yeah. it's really going to be an intervention for her hoarding. <laughs> Yeah, we won't tell her. She, she doesn't listen to the show. She does doesn't she? listen to this show. It's it's. She's I, not that good of a daughter. No, because <laughs> she's hoarding things. Well, she's hoarding things. Yeah, she she's would, hoarding. She she's hoarding episodes. She's like saving them up if to she, listen to them on a rainy day. But it's never well, quite exactly. rainy enough. The way I figure it is is when I die, then she'll have all these, and then she can just listen to them all the time. See? And then, there you go. See, it'll be a nice yeah, way to remember that, me. Back. That happened with my wife. She started listening to the show back when we started, and it made me feel good to know that she was listening to the show and then i kind of noticed i wasn't hearing her listen to the show anymore <laughs> so i asked her i said is it you know is there something we can do better can we can we do the show better and she's like no no, no it's fine it's fine i'm just saving up some episodes because i got a trip a work trip coming up and i like to listen to them when you're on your work trips because it, uh, it feel like you're here and i was like oh that's so sweet okay and uh, <laughs> so i go on my work trip and come back and uh, you i made a reference right. to something that we talked about in the show right. and uh she didn't get it and I was like, why didn't you get that reference? She's like, should I have? No, she wasn't listening to the show. Oh, my And I was like, goodness. you said you were saving up. And, and, and so she kept that ruse. She tried to use that ruse for a while. And I think she's still trying to use that ruse. She hasn't listened to the show in a while. Oh, my goodness. So, we're going to have to do it over I'm not house, even. I'm not even going to get in trouble us. for throwing her under the bus right now because <sighs> she'll never know. Uh, so, so, so here's to you. Makes me bitter. Wife of my youth. <laughs> but, but we're here to talk about We're here to talk about Spider-Man The red I had, and black I had a great segue already planned Did you? I did I did. Because action figures One of my very first action figures uh-huh. Spider-Man action figure Oh, that was after your corpses of Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah That's another story Was this a homemade? No, was this no a homemade this was Spider-Man a, action this figure? This was after we got wealthier after, okay, so after you, got, my, you got rich. After my parents could could afford action figures, they you wouldn't let you have comic books. Bench. Yeah, well, no, you, you know, my parents were a little bit inconsistent. But he let you have a, an idol. <laughs> well, yeah. See, Chuck, we're going to need to talk and, about no, this. No, here's one. here's the truth. Here's the truth. There's there was a weird. I got to tell you, Spider Man was my very first before Batman. Spider Man was my guy. 
right out of the gate. And the reason was... I could listen to, I could watch him on Electric Company, right? So there's, you've got this uh, educational program, Spider-Man's on it. You sneaky. get to watch him on an Electric Company, and all That's of a sudden sneaky. it becomes a little bit more permissible. So when I liked Spider-Man, that was, you know, it was just all it about Electric Company. was your gateway company. drug. <laughs> That's exactly right. This week on the Electric Company, the letter A, the number three, and Spider-Man. Oh, you know what else I had? Hmm. I had... A web spinner. Spun like... Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. What did it spin? I have no idea. Cotton candy? It was really messy, and it was impossible to get off furniture. And oh, so it was like a fluid. After a day, yes, it was a fluid. <laughs> after a day, I never saw that web spinner that's, ever again that's because right. you couldn't get it off anything. That's a cruel joke. That, <laughs> yeah, it was really... That Hasbro was it fun. Was, it was a pretty dramatic moment in our house, actually, after, after my parents found that I spun webs over all of our furniture in the living room. Couldn't get it off. But that's another story. Anyway. That's for your counseling session later. But we're here to talk about Spider-Man Far From Home. Swinging in the theaters near you. I actually entered to win. I'm hoping to find out. Maybe I'll find out, you know, before the show releases. And I'll just, we'll see. We'll see when I find out. Doritos. As oh, a yeah, part yeah. of their promotion for Spider-Man Far From Home is giving away 15 limited edition bags of Doritos that convert into Spider-Man costumes. <laughs> <laughs> and you best believe I entered to win a Doritos bag that converts into a Spider-Man costume. So, do they come in extra large or what? <laughs> uh, why would you even ask that? <laughs> I, I was just... I They're was, spider suits. They're Stark Tech. They, they convert, oh yeah, to, they, whatever, they sort of, they convert gotcha. to whatever size you gotcha. need. You know, okay. They scan you I'm real there. quick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do they come in extra large? I mean, yeah, I wear extra large, this but that's rude of you to ask. <laughs> I broke my mic. I was so angry. <laughs> oh, man. Um, Get me in my own place. This is what happens to me. In I honor of Spider-Man Far From Home, we're also uh, swinging back into the backlist Hall of Shame. Finally, uh, I didn't even have to coerce Paul into this, but Paul finally watched Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. And, um, oh, actually, I didn't even tell Paul about this. So this is, you guys are learning about this right here on the air. Um we're going to have a spin-off <laughs> episode <laughs> of this episode where we talk about the spoilers in Spider-Man Far From Home. So this is going to be a oh, dual. Gotcha. We're going to do a quick little spoiler-free version All right. on the full-length podcast. Uh, but then I'm going to up, also upload the spoiler cast version All alongside right. of it for those who can. So once you've seen it, yeah. you can load up the episode, you know, one point. Yeah. Five or two point one, whatever you want yeah, to call it. Yeah, and there are definitely some spoilers, and they're definitely very, very concerned about them. They are. They gave us. They, did you get your envelope? I did get my envelope. Yeah. yeah. When we went into the screening, they gave us an envelope. <laughs> you had. You have a better story than I do about. Well, this. I don't have a story. I just tweeted about it. <laughs> Like, <laughs> yeah, but it was this, this mysterious envelope that, right. they, that the I, screen people gave to us. And, and they we, were like, don't open it. Don't open until it. Until after there's spoilers inside. And I was like, oh, this is cool. Maybe yeah. it's something about phase. Well, maybe it's something about the next phase. Right, right. You know, after phase three ends with Spider-Man. Like, yeah, you think they're going to talk about how Thor showed up. Or something about yeah. Thor, something yeah. about Black Panther, something about the Guardians. I'm like, all right. I'm, I'm The resurrection of Black Widow because, you know, Spider-Black Widow. Sure. 
You know, there's so many possibilities, and I'm holding the envelope up to the light, and I can see that it's a folded up <laughs> piece of paper, or perhaps a thicker cardstock. Did you really hold it up? To I light? did, because it like you feeling it, and it's not just like a regular letter yeah. size yeah. in there, you know. And so I wanted to see, like, can I see anything through here? No, I can just tell that it's either folded up or so. You know, it's just all very mysterious. You know, it's very an unlabeled envelope. And uh, so I was very excited to open it. Yeah. Afterwards, only to find out that it says, hey, don't spoil the movie for don't anyone else. spoil the movie. Don't talk about the things like, that you, you saw in the jerks. movie. Well, but still, it gave you two hours of pleasure. Just anticipating the That's opening right. of the envelope. I mean, 30 minutes, because I wasn't thinking about it. <laughs> so... <laughs> but that's all right. Um, so yeah, this is a Spider-Man heavy episode. Uh, we'll also talk a little bit about what we think, what we see coming ahead for Phase Four, or are they just gonna? What are we gonna call it? A something saga? You know, we had the Infinity Saga. What's next? What comes after Infinity? Marvel. What comes after? Who that's knows? A big question. It's a big question. But uh, now it's time to talk about Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. So we've dusted off the backlist Hall of Shame, which is weird because it's just how it got extra dusty when it's already really dusty. Yeah, it really did. And dark and dank. It looks a lot, weirdly, it looks a lot like Paul's haunted dollhouse. (laughs) You know what I think happens? I think that the cleaning people that we we get for the, the backlist Hall of Shame is I think they are actually just sort of dirting people. They just spray in dust oh, and Oh, they're stuff. anti-cleaners. Exactly, exactly. So they string up the cobwebs, and it's... I think it gives a nice little atmospheric tone to the whole mm. surrounding. Yeah, you know? I mean, you do like haunted things. I do, I do. As um, you things tell. from other dimensions, perhaps. Oh, listen as it to were. you. As it were. Listen to you. Did you guys hear me buzzing in on my electric Segway right there? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Paul, um, this movie is on your backlist. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. And, you know, it is a relatively recent movie. I mean, it only came out about yeah. seven months ago. Seven months ago. And But it, it was a... The reason it was... A glaring error. Oh, it was such a huge glaring error. On your backlist is the fact that you voted <laughs> on 2018 Movie of the Year awards in animated categories without having seen no. this movie. And and so this was this was egregious. It was thank an egregious you egregious error. Thank you mistake on very much. Here's the thing. Here is the thing. When it gets down to that time of year. Okay, so Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse was released December 14th. It, for a movie critic... 2018, that's correct. Um, For a movie critic, that is like the worst time of year. And I had to watch like all of these other movies. They just came on one after the other after the other. I was watching like... I know you're not going to feel too sorry for me being a movie reviewer, but yeah, this is, this is <laughs> four or five movies a week, people. Four or five. So there was a lot of movies to watch, and and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. I wasn't assigned it, so 
which was kind of weird for me too, because I'm typically, I, I see a lot of superhero movies and review them. That's kind of your thing. It's kind of my thing. So to not see it, it felt weird. And then I just didn't catch back onto it for a long time. So yeah, I, I felt really bad. And I especially felt bad when I started hearing all the buzz about it, you know, because there were people Actual critics who were saying this was one of the 10 best movies of the year. I even saw one guy who I really respect a lot who put it at number one. I'm glad you respect me so much. Yeah, no. Because I remember I said that on the podcast. There was was you too. So, yeah, but so I was really interested in this. And and given the fact that we just saw Spider-Man Far From Home, I thought, all right, time to launch back into the backlist. Let me get this off my plate so I can finally see whether it was worth all the hype. That's right. And uh, so let's let's go from there because, I mean, I've, I've already talked about this. I inserted it at multiple points in the show. Paul, how did Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse compare to the hype? Because I will say that I've, I've had similar experiences with films where... I didn't get to see them at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ones that stick out in my mind as ones like I would have gone to, but I didn't get to for whatever reason are like um, uh, Book of Eli mm-hmm. or Inception and like movies that I normally would really dig and want to watch. But for whatever reason, I didn't get to watch it at the time. Everybody loved it, hyped it up. And then I finally saw it later and was it didn't feel like it lived those lived up to the hype of what I heard. So, right. All that yeah. to say, Paul, how did it do versus the hype? So this is a really interesting question, actually. And it's more difficult than you would think. All questions are more difficult than you would think for me. For Paul. But I think that it both, oddly enough, it was a pleasant surprise. I thought it was really good. I don't know if it lived up to the hype hype that I heard. Like, if I was putting together a, a top 10 list and including Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse now, I don't know how high it would get. Would it make the top 10? Do you have your top 10 list, Andy? I do. Like, I do. What, what would... Like, okay, so I'm looking at Tell me what's at number middle. 10. Okay, so, yeah, tell me at number 5. So number 5, First Reformed powerhouse movie, which you probably have not seen. I've not seen it yet, but I've been interested in seeing it because I saw some some people who's who I they're not they're not movie critics, but they're right. religion sort of figures, religious figures, yeah, as it were. And they've been kind of crapping on First Reformed, oh, saying that they hated the ending. Well, and that the they thought the really ending difficult. sort of ruined what the power, like what the power of the film could have been, and that they vastly or they much preferred Three Billboards outside. Oh, now isn't that interesting? um, For telling sort of some similar, obviously not being the same, but right, right, right. So all to say, no, I I think that there's a point there. We could do a whole podcast on three billboards and first reform, but we won't do that. So you wouldn't put it ahead of first reform. Wouldn't put it ahead of first reformed. I had number six was Annihilation for me. Mm -hmm. That was the the I read the book. Did you really? I did. That does I not surprise it. me. Yeah, it, it's a really interesting movie, and I thought that the the images were really striking. I thought that um, it was a very unusual movie. I don't think that it would rate ahead of that either. Number seven was Black Panther. Okay. See, I as much as I like Black Panther, I put personally, I put Spider Man into the Spider Verse ahead of Black Panther. 
And here's the thing. I think that's where it would land for me. Okay. Yeah. Right there at number seven? Yeah, because I, I thought that Black Panther was a really fine, good superhero movie. I did not think it was the best superhero movie ever made. Um, I, I think they would probably rank maybe in the top ten, top fifth. Yeah, top ten. Top ten of Marvel movies. But... And, and it was a really well-constructed movie, but I, I don't think that it was as good as some of the other ones. And I think that Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, if you're not familiar with it, it, it is just straight animation. But the animation is so cool and so varied mm-hmm. artistically and so frenetic that the artistry of it really impacted me as I watched it. You know, you've got you've got all these different characters. If you know anything about the movie, you know that you've got uh, you've got Michael Morales. Is that his name? Um, Miles. Miles. Yeah. Miles Morales. He's he is Spider Man in this, but you have a bunch of other Spider people from different universes. You can't even call them spider people. <laughs> That's really spider true. Spider things. But but it's great because you have it has this really this really interesting blend of like two traditional two-day animation and 3D type of effects. It feels right. very much like a, a comic book where you see the the stark strong black lines as, as the characters are being formed, but it has this dimensionality that I wasn't really expecting. Yeah. And then because it pulls all these characters from different areas, they reflect sort of a different sort of um, artistic vision. Like you've got spider noir man, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the noirish guy. Yeah. He has <laughs> whose voice I thought was pretty great. He was perfect for that role. He was perfect for that role. So there's a lot of stark black and white shadow light things going on with that. You have Penny Parker and her robotic spider thing who has, brings in sort of this anime sensibility. And then you've got Spider-Ham, the pig, who feels like a classic Warner Brothers cartoon. Right. You know, and, and because of the creativity and just in terms of the artwork, I thought... That really pushes it into a class by itself. Like, in terms of the best animated movies last year, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse was better than than Incredibles 2. All right. I mean, I I will just interrupt you right there to say I needed to hear that. (laughs) I needed to hear that you screwed it up and you voted for the wrong thing because you didn't do your duty. All right. Thank you. Continue. (laughs) Yeah. so, So, but I also thought that... Again, as my as my list sort of reflects, I don't think it was as strong as some people said. It would have it would have definitely landed in my top ten, and that is really you know that's an achievement for sure. I don't think it would have made the top five though. I just don't. Well, you are you know for all your fanboyishness, which I appreciate, you are still a know it all, <laughs> and you like things yeah. like first reformed. Yeah, and, I I truly um, am secretly, and that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. You know, we forgive you for that, um, <laughs> and we 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 say it's okay. So, uh, t- tell us something that surprised you, and and maybe something that disappointed you. Mm, boy, that's a really good question. Um, you know, I was surprised that the main character, the main evil doer, was Kingpin. You know, I I so, I so associate him with Daredevil, uh, and I know yeah, that yeah. he's sort of overlaps a lot of different, um, you know, Marvel properties. But to see him there, I thought was really interesting. And they even gave him a little bit of uh, of pathos. Yeah. So I was surprised that um, 
Miles's uncle was the really cool kick butt villain. Yeah. And I, I didn't you. quite understand. I I didn't hear the backstory. Did they give a backstory they that I not. missed while getting crackers or something? No, no. Yeah. I didn't I didn't quite get that. So I, I, that disappointed me a little okay. bit in that I wanted to know more about this backstory. Um I love the interplay between the the aged Peter Parker and Miles. I thought that was very clever and very cute. And I, I really did enjoy watching Miles sort of experience how to do this stuff that he's trying to learn how to do. Get his fingers stuck from the wall, try to figure out how to spin the webs and flip around and do yeah. all that stuff. So I, I think that it was... It was a delightful movie told in a very different way. Um, I wasn't quite sure how all the dimensionality would work and whether I would buy into that. Totally bought it. Totally bought it. So I think that that was one area where the movie really succeeded. Yeah. No, I think um, I I was not as bothered by the lack of backstory for his uncle because the movie had to stay pretty tight. And I think that's actually one of the things that works really well about the movie is it's pacing. Right. Overall, it keeps things moving and to insert that backstory would have messed with that pacing. And I felt like it was just about perfect in it's pacing in my estimation. And, and it kept, and it maintained the surprise, right. Of this reveal of who this villain that's kind of been stalking him throughout the movie actually was. I think they gave us a little bit of a nod to it, uh, early on when, when you hear Miles's dad make a comment about his brother being in, tr- in and out of trouble, sort of thing right. like that, where right. there's a bit of a nod to the fact that his his brother has a troubled past, um, and so it's not maybe a total surprise. But I did like that, you know, they they really wanted to dwell on the relationship between Miles and his dad. Miles and his alter ego, Peter, right, in a sense, and all these other superheroes, as well as give you a little bit with um, Kingpin. And I felt like those those were all meaningful. I mean, like the scene where Miles' dad, you know, comes to his dorm. Oh, that was so sweet. Door and he's that tied up nice. and he can't talk to his dad. You know, it was yeah. a powerful moment. It like, was. And, a, and a, it made me feel in a way I didn't expect a Spider-Man cartoon to make you feel yeah uh, but it also had some great laughs i mean the fact having jake johnson as peter parker is a, a hilarious cast yeah you know from new girl um was just you know kind of out of left field you're like how does nick from new girl make <laughs> spider-man and yet it works because of how they play with you know where where spider-man from that dimension's at so yeah anyways no i thought the casting was really good i thought it was i thought it was a lot of fun and again the the peter parker miles morales interaction was just spot on you know i i do think that the scene um where he's pulling peter parker unconscious peter parker along in the streets was hilarious it was very good i laughed out loud (laughs) in theaters for sure (laughs) yeah no it was it was it was darn fine and i i would actually say that i think it might have been better than spider-man far from home Ooh, the segue not quite as smooth <laughs> as my segue. You know, is, I I just don't have the the segue talent that you do, Jake. But that's all right, because uh, yeah, it's time to talk about Spider-Man: Far From Home. So let's jump into that dimension. Oh, but Paul, before we jump into another dimension, we gotta let 
the audience know we're we're kind of doing a summer of backlist. Of course, and so our usual summer. That's our right, annual summer treat. And so since we just did one off of your backlist, we got Spider Verse off of there. Now it's time to go off of my backlist. Correct. And so for this next episode, you guys can watch along with us if you so choose. We're going to watch Taxi Driver. Taxi Driver, a much different movie a, than a very Spider Man Into the Spider Verse. Although uh, there are taxis in both. That, that's true. There are. And presumably drivers. That's presumably. <laughs> I haven't seen Taxi Driver, so I can't tell you whether or not there's any drivers of taxis in there. But I think it's kind of about a taxi driver. I yeah, it is. That, is. It kind it's of not is. like a, it's not like they're trying to throw you a red herring. Exactly. It's like yeah, we're calling it a taxi driver, but it's really about this guy who sits in the back of buses. It's he's the whole an, thing. He's an Uber person. Well, they are making that movie. I've seen those trailers. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Stuber. Oh my gosh, Stuber. that looks so dumb. Yeah, I don't get to review it, sadly enough. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, poor you. Poor, poor you. me. All right, now it's time to slip into the next dimension. Spider-Man Far From Home. Spider-Man Far From Home. Where we just made it to that dimension. I mean they're in there they're they're all in our dimension, the real dimension. It's less dusty. Um, I will say this is the spoiler free Spoiler-free, no spoilers. Version of the Spider-Man Far From Home roundup. Yeah. We're, we're not even going to tell you who Spider-Man's alter ego is. I, it's, who's to say? Who's, who's to say? Who's to say? And if, if you want to hear this spoiler-filled version, there's another track that I'm dropping right alongside this yeah. one. Yeah. And so if you've seen Spider-Man Far From Home and you want to dig into the nitty-gritty, then you got to make sure you download that part, the other part of this Episode. See, I'm glad that you're finally getting the hang of these spoilers. Well, you know? we'll, see, we'll see how we feel about this. We'll see if the users actually go listen to this. Who knows? They just skip straight to the other one. Well, you guys, you guys, let us know what you think about this format. I wanted to throw Paul a bone and, and thank see you. what. Uh, well, and you, you, you were scared. Worked. You were scared by the envelope. I know you were. Scared. I was not. Nope. I'm perfectly fine doing all the spoilers. <laughs> Uh, because I, 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 as I've said before, podcast is a great medium for spoilers. <laughs> because you can't accidentally listen to a podcast the way you can ac- accidentally read a spoiler on a review. You know, I've actually listened to accidentally listen to podcasts. Accidentally listen to podcasts? Yeah, totally. Why? Totally. How? Well, you know, you click on one and then it starts playing. Well, it, it, the way I do they it, They didn't give right? a spoiler warning? No, no, no. I just listened to the wrong podcast. I've never listened to a spoiler podcast oh, okay. ever because I don't believe yeah. in those. But sure. But I have listened to, to podcasts that I wasn't planning on listening to accidentally. Well, there's that. But I mean, like, so what I'm talking about is like the physical act of reading down a page mm. when you read a review. Sometimes your eyes dart ahead and they, oh, yeah. they read something, you know, and you're like, oh, I didn't mean to read that i was trying to just read this a little bit versus a podcast like you start the podcast listen to them give the spoiler warning and you have to sit through all that you can't then say oh no yeah yeah yeah. there was a spoiler that i accidentally <laughs> heard it's like no we gave you the gotcha. spoiler warning okay i get it I it's get a great it. medium you know, it is a that's great all medium. i'm trying to say yeah yeah all right so spoiler free spoiler free spider-man far from home um there's there's a human being <laughs> I see. I feel like I already spoiled it. Yeah. Um, wearing a costume. Uh, is that a spoiler? 
Is the costume now, you a spoiler? Know what? Since we've already talked about <laughs> Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, anything, you know, any any big revelations there, I think we're all right. We're good there. Okay, yeah. so... Peter Parker. Whoa, Look, hold on. We, we know he was it, Peter... It wasn't Peter Parker in, oh, in yeah, the Spider-Verse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Miles Morales. Oh, my gosh. They were bitten by a how did, how, how did How does a person listening to the spoiler-free version like how do they know that's not miles morales and spider-man I'm far sorry. from home i'm sorry or a big pig yeah okay peter parker <laughs> peter parker since he already spoiled it might as well just go with it oh what actually this is a legitimate question <laughs> do we do we spoil the end of endgame uh because that's sort of a spoiler all right let's give let's give people a warning right now all right here is your official spoiler warning for the non-spoiler edition. For, but it's for, I'm, like your spoiler warning for Avengers Endgame. We're not going to spoil yeah. Spider-Man: Far From Home, don't but worry. we will spoil Avengers. We Endgame. will spoil Avengers Endgame. So if you haven't seen right. Avengers Endgame and you care, yeah, don't listen. Don't until listen. you have seen it, then come back. Yeah. Whew. This is this is your chance to hit that. Pause button. You can't get mad at us now. It's officially illegal. All right. Continue. Okay. So. Wait one more second. <laughs> For the slow people who are scrambling. They're sitting in their cars. They're driving. They shouldn't be This using is their why phone. we go over all the time. <laughs> well, I figured it's after work. You can't use your, I got to go to work excuse anymore. <laughs> all right. All right. So, Spider-Man Far From Home. That... That's the title. I've gotten scrambled <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> what's the what's okay. the end game spoiler? All right, all right. Show? So here's here's where it opens. Spider Man Far From Home. The blip is what they're calling what happened in Avengers Infinity War. I mean, accurate, but it's dumb. No, that's a bad name. That's a bad name. I mean, that's, I get it. I that's get the it. first I error it. that this movie made. But, uh. The snap is what I call it. But essentially, what Thanos did to half of all beings in the universe. He gave him five free years. Five free years. That would not be bad. Do you know if they had snapped me out of existence? It's basically like a free coma. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. If you're just like, you know, I like a coma, but I don't want to like actually lay in bed for five years because, like, you know, the whole body, yeah, exactly. You know, the body starts to, yeah, you actually age in your body. Like, this is even better than a free coma. Exactly, exactly. If this happened five years ago, I would still have more of my hair. Yeah, I mean, you get a you get to lose five years of your family's life and none of your own. What a what a great what a deal, deal that is. I mean, depending on your family situation, that could be an amazing deal. So, anyway, the blip, the blip, the blip. Five years. It's after the events of Avengers Endgame. Peter Parker is back in high school, dealing with remarkably all of his classmates that he ever talked with yeah. got blipped too. Apparently, so is his BFFs, except for one. Yeah, one kid didn't get blipped. Yeah, yeah, and he's a problem. He is a problem. Well, I don't know. Maybe he's not. Maybe he's not a problem. Yeah, so you didn't really hang out with him too much in the the time before. Is it a guy? Is it a girl? I don't know. Spoiler free. Is it spoilers? Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Some people got blipped. Some people didn't. So, anyway. Actually, I think we just spoiled it. 
by telling him that all of his friends didn't got blipped. <laughs> no, we're fine. We're okay, fine. that's still well, an endgame spoiler. <laughs> this is this is all endgame spoiler. This all happens in the first like thirty seconds, oh, guys. It's 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 all Avengers stuff. That's so fine. yeah, yeah, exactly. But anyway, they're back and they're happy that they're back. Um, they're doing their high school thing. Um, but Peter's a little bit sad because his mentor, Tony Stark, is dead. So that's kind of sad. And he's feeling a little bit of pressure because now there's a little bit of someone. There are people who are trying to push him into a more of a leadership role yeah. in the Avengers. You know, well, before he Tony's was just dead. Yeah, because Tony's dead. The Guardians left with Thor. Exactly. Captain America's gone being old somewhere. What's Hulk up to? Hulk is doing professor things, maybe. Is he? Yeah, who knows? I don't even remember. Honestly, I don't even remember what happened to him at the end of Endgame. Actually, I don't either. That's a that's kind of let, They kind of, yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Hawkeye is back with his family, I'm guessing. I guess. Eating hot dogs with mustard. There were a lot of unresolved issues, actually, with yeah. Endgame as we're talking about this. Right. Anyway. Like, where's Black Panther? Well, he's back in Wakanda. He can't tell but, with this. Yeah, well, but, but Wakanda at the end of Black Panther is like, we're going to take a more active role in the world. Well, yeah, but that doesn't mean he's going to go to Europe and deal with these things that they're going to have to deal before. with. <laughs> Anyway. Before they even had that policy. <laughs> so it's like, what's your excuse now? You know, actually, the the real reason. Or does he show up? This is. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> you guys are so confused with the spoiler-free roundup. <laughs> I'm getting confused. <laughs> the real reason is this is a Sony movie as opposed to a Disney movie. So the rights for some of these characters, you know. This is back to being Sony again? Yeah. Yeah, it's a Sony movie. I guess I fell asleep during the opening credits. Yeah, so... <laughs> Did you watch the same movie that I did? I thought we did had you the just rights. watch? Yeah. Well, because what's his face shows up. What's his face shows up? Yeah, now? I can't. I can't say who's his face. Like Nick because, Fury shows up. Oh my god! No, it's in the, the it's spoilers. in the trailers. It's the in the trailers. Trailers, trailers. If it's in the well, trailer, some people don't watch the trailers. Fine. As I found out from the grandmother that I was sitting next to at the screening. She didn't watch any of the trailers, so she didn't know. She's a better person than any of our <laughs> listeners. Anyways, all right. Anyway, so, so Nick Fury shows up. Okay, so I, I don't, don't even remember where I left back. I don't know where I left off in this recap. Uh, so, let's see. Okay, so here's this the This guy shows up. <laughs> so, he's blipped. He's, he, he, he's sad because his mentor's dead. He's sad because his mentor's all dead. All the Avengers, he's, he's got to be the leader. He wants to be a kid. He, he wants, wants to be a kid. He wants to go to Europe. Yeah, he and who deal wouldn't? With the deal, deal with he the wants. He wants to woo MJ, Mary Jane. Is that her name? It is Mary it Jane. Is. Yeah. Also, MJ's legal in Colorado. Peter, just saying. <laughs> that has too many weird connotations to it. So anyway, marijuana, obviously. Anyway. That Here explains so many things about this show. Oh, goodness gracious. And yet so, you'd be wrong. That's the crazy part. <laughs> All right, so he wants to be a So he wants to be a normal kid, right? He doesn't want to be one of the Avengers. He wants to just have a normal life. Like, I want to have a normal life sometimes apart from this podcast. <laughs> yeah, making haunted dollhouses. <laughs> and, and you want to be called normal. Uh, anyway... <laughs> So he wants to be this normal kid, but there's these bad things coming, 
you know, down the pipe. They're called elementals. And there's this Whoa. new superhero Let's that's fighting these, <laughs> these elementals. This is all in the trailer, all in the trailer. And then Nick Fury shows up and shoots his roommate and demands that Peter Parker slash Spider-Man take a more active role in this hero thing. So there you go. There's the recap. After who? <laughs> and we're done. That's the recap. <laughs> That's the recap. So what do you think about this movie? Um, I enjoyed it. Um, I how, how did it compare to Avenger or not Avengers? Spider-Man Homecoming? Uh, I want to say that I think I ended up liking it a little bit more than Spider-Man Homecoming. Mm. I liked it a little bit less. Yeah, but I but I put them, you know, in a very in very similar categories. Like I'm going to give, like I think I gave Spider Man Homecoming. We'd probably have to go back and listen to our our podcast on that so I yeah. can get the exact rating. I probably should have done that show prep and all. Yeah, well. but uh, I think I gave it like an eight, and I think I'd give this like an eight point two. Would you really? Yeah. Why? Why did you like this one better? Well, see, Paul. Um, that's going to have to be saved for the spoiler version. Oh, my goodness. So, there you go. So, if I gave Spider-Man Homecoming an 8, I would give Spider-Man Far From Home 6.5 to 7. Whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, I didn't You said it. a little bit less. That's like, oh, that's yeah, a lot. Yeah, no, it's, that's a little bit less for me. I, th- I think that the thing is... Spider-Man Homecoming was so delightful in, in how it sort of blended like the traditional superhero movie with the very traditional teen rom-com. That was a really creative way of doing it. You know, it felt like it felt very much John Hughes, you know, Pretty in Pink and Breakfast Club and all that kind of stuff. It had those elements to it um, and it blended with this great superhero story. <coughs> Excuse me. Plus, it had Michael Keaton. It had Michael Keaton. Yeah, I, I think there's going to be a generational gap on the difference between Homecoming and Far From Home. Well, because the gal next to me said the same thing. Yeah. She preferred Homecoming for very similar reasons. Well, but, and, but the guy to my left, friend of the show, Tim Nestor. Friend of the he, show, Tim Nestor. Said he preferred Far From Home. See, he's just wrong. So He's wrong. It could be, you know, but just 60-year-olds versus 30-year-olds. Oh, my goodness. Wow. I don't feel bad for that extra large comment at all. So, so hey, but you knew it was coming back around. No, no, here's the thing. I mean, I mean, Far From Home still had those romantic elements in it. It still felt very John Hughes-ish. Um, but the difference was it wasn't original anymore. We had seen this sort of dynamic before. And so some of the originality sort of wore off. And I think that some of the things that we're going to get into the spoilers, they weren't necessarily that big of spoilers. I mean, mm-hmm. despite the envelope and all that sort of stuff, I, I don't think I was surprised with what had come, really. Gotcha. Um, some of the characters felt a little bit inconsistent to me. Um, it was still very fun. It was still pretty entertaining. Um, Tom Holland is is Peter Parker. He's a pretty good Peter Parker, I do have to say. And they had, you know, they had some nice callbacks to some other things. So, but I think that the fact that it wasn't the original story that that we we got to know in Homecoming kind of tarnished it a bit for me. There you go. Um, so, tell me, Paul, what do you think? Um, well, no, I think we got to save. I, I think we mentioned, I've said that we we're going to talk about what we think is up on deck for 
the next phase. Mm-hmm. But we're gonna have to stick that in the spoiler version. Yeah, yeah. There's too many. I think there's too many spoiler related things that happen that could impact the next phase of Marvel. So uh, you'll have to jump over into that one. Yeah, I think you're sort of maneuvering, manipulating the the thing where you know you're gonna have to listen to the spoiler episode if you want anything good. Well, I think this 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 segment's been great. <laughs> You've been teeing me up for all sorts of hijinks. Hijinks. Yes. Was there something else you wanted to say? Mm, I mean, no. I mean, it, there is a lot of there is a lot of spoiler stuff to talk about. That is for sure, and yeah. I think that that would be that'll be an interesting conversation for sure. Because I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure how I talk about the next phase without referring to several spoilers. Yeah. In this one, so there you go. There you go. Um, yeah, I mean, you guys can't tell us what you think because if you're listening to this version, I mean, you probably haven't seen the movie. So how do how would you know what to think? Yeah, no, I. You know what? Here's the thing that I'm really going to be interested in, yeah. honestly, is how well this does because you've got this whole, you had the whole Avengers universe sort of set up to climax in this one moment, Avengers Endgame. Obviously, that was a big deal. It's made $814 million as as we're talking, I think. So it's a huge, go. huge movie. Uh, but And we've talked about this on the podcast. Where do you go from there? And, and why do you go from there? I mean, when you right. have such an incredible statement as, as far as this, this whole franchise, doesn't it make sense just to say, let's put a period on it and let's walk away? This is the first movie after that period or exclamation point or whatever you wanted to, to say. And I'm going to be interested to see how how many people are going to be all in on this next stage. Um, I think that that's going to be pretty interesting. Was this an adequate um, new starting off point? I think it was adequate. I think it was fun. I think that the people who really like Spider-Man are really going to enjoy this movie. But... Um, yeah, I, I don't know if it was like the Iron Man of this new universe, you know? And, and that's, I think, I guess I do have one or two things to say based on that. I think the interesting spot this movie finds itself in is that there's a sense where it feels like a bridge movie. So you're like, wait, is this supposed to be ending or launching mm-hmm. something? And I've, only time will tell whether it was effective as that bridge movie once we start to see what else comes after it whether it landed more as a f- concluding chapter to the Infinity Saga or more of an introduction to whatever is next. Yeah. Um, I will say overall, it did have a bit of a scouring of the Shire feel to it by mm-hmm. it being technically the end of Phase 3. Yeah. You know, I think that's how they've referred to it. Right. Officially, is that right? Am I correct in that? I, I, yes, sure. Most of what I've heard is we'll that, go with that. that Far From Home officially serves as the end of the Infinity Saga. Um. And you guys can correct me if you've heard yeah. differently than that. And it does have a nice coda. I mean, I think that it does send off. It, it does. I think it does a really effective job of showing Peter grappling with the loss of his mentor. You yeah. know, and I think that 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 was done pretty nicely. All right. So uh, it will be. It does. It does sort of take away some of the gravitas when everything's been building up to this huge throwdown, and now we're back to like, well, there's no threat that's going to end half of the known galaxy and yeah. the unknown galaxy. So this is like, why do we care? But Peter Parker has a way of making us care. And there you, there you have it. There you go. All right. 
Now it's time for the most least important thing. Paul, kick us off. Alrighty. Because I wanted this this show to be all Spider-Man all the time, I'm going to go with another Spider-Man. Oh, I should probably intro a segment. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> we are here. Are we? Where? Here. There. Everywhere. It's the back list. Nope. It's... <laughs> It's the most least important thing. Did I fool you? Were you did you think I was confused? Because I totally wasn't confused. That was absolutely on Such a purpose. great intro. Such a great intro. It's the most least important thing. The part of the, the way we love to wrap up every single episode of ours, where we talk about the things in pop culture that uh, everybody's making a big deal out of, and we cut them right down to size and say, you're tinier than Ant-Man. Or vice versa. Maybe we blow them up and we say, guys, why aren't you talking? about this because we think it's important yes well this and you know what two wasps think male wasps thinks is important is really important and there you go yeah there you go all caps wasps very nice that were confused and then wasp yep very yep. good but also like sort of a, like a political religious statement yeah, yeah. you know and the whole thing and we're going to go on to spiders. Spiders, Paul. Spiders, because I wanted this show to be all about Spider-Man. This is uh, this is completely the least, least important thing. But as, as I was thinking about, you know, kind of my history with Spider-Man, because, you know, all these podcasts are really about me and my That's right. childhood. Um, I got really nostalgic for the Electric Company version of Spider-Man, right? So I went online just to see if you can find some of those episodes. Guess what I found? What'd you find? I found those segments of Spider-Man from the Electric Company. And you know the very first one that was ever done on the Electric Company featuring Spider-Man, a completely mute Spider-Man who never actually talks but just speaks in little word bubbles? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It was... Spider-Man versus the Spoiler. Really? Kid you not. Really? No. (laughs) You're messing with me. No, I kid you not. It was so interesting. Yeah, so it was Spider-Man versus the Spoiler. You can find it out on YouTube. And it was really just about um, the spoiler. I'm sure they intended this. I don't think they knew what a big deal spoilers were going to be for Far From Home. But Spider-Man versus the spoiler, the main bad guy is someone who just spoils everyone's day. (laughs) (laughs) He he makes sandwiches out of rubber gloves. He puts signs on fire hydrants that say no dogs allowed. He just spoils (laughs) days. And so Spider-Man has to take him on. And yeah. You let those dogs urinate on those fire hydrants. <laughs> and here's another interesting tidbit. The segment was narrated by the one, the only, my personal friend, Morgan Freeman. Paul's personal buddy. He's yeah, that's why Paul's trying to rush me out of his house. Morgan's coming <laughs> Morgan's over. Morgan's coming dinner. over. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna hang out. <laughs> that's Talk Paul's preferred company. Uh, that's that's pretty nifty. Spider-Man versus the spoiler. Spider-Man versus the spoiler. And it's there on YouTube. Look at it. It's the electric company. Spidey meets the spoiler is Spidey what it's called. Meets Spidey. The spoiler. Ah, it's so great. It, it was fantastic. Well, there you go. Um, in this is ah, guys, this is rare for me. So just 
have some grace for me on this one. Uh, for my most least important thing, it's a little self-serving this week. Are you going to talk Doritos? I already talked Doritos. Oh, okay. No, actually, I'm going to talk about um, plastic wrap, cling wrap for your food. Okay. Yeah. Because, <laughs> guys, the company Reynolds Wrap. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. You know, this the people that shameless. make plastic cling wrap to wrap around your food, you know, your deviled eggs, as it were, or your, or your ribs. They are hiring a chief grilling officer. And um, I've applied. And I'm very excited about this. I want you guys to be excited about it with me, to spread the word, tweet about it far and wide, Facebook, Instagram it, uh, that you want Jake to be – there's there's actually no fan vote at all. So this is completely just for my own ego. Um, but make sure you tag Reynolds Rap. They have a Twitter account. So give them a little tag. Uh, tag their Instagram when you talk about you know just how great it would be if Jake could spend two weeks in August on the road traveling across the U.S. completely paid for and getting paid see, to, to eat the best ribs and barbecue in America see, here's as what Reynolds Rap's chief grilling officer. No. So let them know just how awesome that would be for me and for you by extension. That was I'd really, really appreciate it. That was completely shameless. And completely if, you need, shameless. if you need inspiration, I tweeted about it. So you can go to my Twitter account, at Jake underscore Roberson, and just scroll down a little bit. You'll find a, a picture of me. You, you, you can grill. give that a little retweet. All right, Jake. I've actually tasted burgers that you've grilled. You are a fine griller, a very good griller. So you do have that going for you. And I'm an even better eater of things that have been grilled. Oh, my goodness. You know what I think you really need to do since it's Reynolds Wrap? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Why aren't you doing a Reynolds Wrap? Ooh. I think I might have to do a Reynolds Wrap. There you go. And how... Okay. Dude. Okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> What if I got Ryan Reynolds to do a Reynolds rap rap with me? The Reynolds Reynolds rap rap. <laughs> oh my gosh, Ryan Reynolds. You me, buddy. You and me. We're going to do a, the Reynolds Reynolds rap rap. Be perfect. Oh my gosh, this is amazing. I tell this you. This just became the most, most important thing. The most, most important thing. You owe it all to me. If you get any sort of financial reward for it, I deserve some. <laughs> I'll give Paul, I'll give him something. I'll give him something. <laughs> well, remuneration. <laughs> but that's all for this time. After you've retweeted me, I'll give you a high five, digital high five. Again, I'm on Twitter at, at Jake underscore Roberson. I'm at AC Paul. But until next time, or till you hop over on to, into the podcast, the spoiler version of our Spider-Man chat, I'll catch you on the flip side. Bye. Seared steak, shoe leather. I mean, raspberry and lemon aren't bad flavors. No, no. I I don't quite know how they got the 50 flavors in there. I mean, how do you actually put in 50 flavors in an artificial drink like this? I mean, well, do they just have containers of flavors? Well, see, I think that part's easy. Because um, really, uh, when you think about a, a big batch, right, they can put in 50 different drops of some well, concentrated yeah. flavor, right? Yeah. Um, now, whether or not it tastes like anything, 
Like whether you can taste all 50 flavors, that I highly doubt. No, it actually tastes less flavorful than regular Mountain Dew, right? Code Red is is like really flavorful. And you got your Baja Blast and you got your regular Mountain Dew. This sort of tastes like watered down. It's a little... It's like a sweeter version of Hawaiian Punch. Sweeter, blander version of Hawaiian Punch. Only blue. Has a terrible review. I'm glad. I, I mean, I'm glad. I'm glad to get it because now I won't. Yeah, no, get it's, it the, because the, the can, can's the nice. The can looks nice. It looks nice and patriotic. I mean, uh, What's more patriotic than Mountain Dew?